the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Donald Trump returning to Texas for a visit as he promotes the state's immigration agenda. The former president is in Edinburgh with Governor Greg Abbott. And they're handing out food to soldiers, troopers, and others who will be stationed at the U.S.-Mexican border over Thanksgiving. Israel says Yemen's Houthi rebels have seized an Israeli-linked ship in a crucial Red Sea shipping route and have taken the 25-member crew hostage. The Iran-backed Houthis confirmed they hijacked the ship over its connection to Israel. The National Weather Service has earlier issued advisories along the California-Nevada line ahead of an early winter storm. It could bring more than a foot of snow to the top of the Sierra, winds gusting up to 100 miles per hour. Snow could fall at rates of one to two inches an hour in some places. This is SRN News. Hugh Hewitt says, don't be fooled. The second anniversary of the fall of Kabul to the Taliban. And of course, we've been lied to for two years about what happened there and, and the Biden catastrophic collapse. They had to lie, so they lied throughout. Oh, we're not going to leave any Americans behind. They left thousands of Americans behind. They lied, lied, lied. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 5 on AM 1280. The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. You depend on us for the right perspective of the day's biggest issues. Here's another way we're continuing our mission to keep you informed each day at SalemNewsChannel.com. SalemNewsChannel.com is a news channel that loves America and is not afraid to admit it. Check it out today, SalemNewsChannel.com. From the Genovations Regen Weather Center, tonight's low around 38 degrees with some clouds moving in tonight throughout the overnight. Monday, more clouds high in the mid-40s. You're listening to AM 1280 The Patriot. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-3, 2, 1. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with hour number two of the broadcast we like to call The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take phone calls, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for comments or questions. And if you'd like to check out our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page, feel free to do so. Again, just go to Facebook. Do a search for Northern Alliance Radio Network. Give us a like or a follow if you haven't done so already. And feel free to weigh in on the live stream of the broadcast that is taking place right now. And as always, we thank you for tuning in. Uh, I'm sure a lot of you were here, uh, a lot of you this past week, certainly heard about the uh, tragedy unfolding uh, that unfolded in Lewiston, Maine, which I believe is in the uh, southern portion of the state. I actually have a cousin who lives in uh, Stockton Springs, Maine, which is in the northern northeast part of Maine, right on the Atlantic Ocean there. So uh, when I first heard of a shooting in Maine, I know it's, uh, you know, not a, uh, well, it's a, it's a vastly, vast state, but not densely populated. I immediately checked on the map because, to be honest with you, I, I wasn't overly familiar with Lewiston, Maine. Heard of it, but not familiar with the location of it. And it turns out it's in the southern portion of the state, about an hour and a half from where my cousin lives. And just the horrific uh, stats from there, I think 18 have been pronounced dead. 
dozens more wounded and you know obviously the immediate concern should be well for the safety of the community specifically because the gunman was still at large and of course we have a policy here on the Northern Alliance radio network to never uh, name the gunman call his name and we're not going to do do so here he's a 40 year old uh, firearms instructor from what I understand and as you know what I I as a gun owner and a strong Second Amendment advocate, and I've been an advocate for this Second Amendment. You know, I'm really I'm relatively new to the movement. I, I'll admit, maybe a decade, if that. I mean, I, I always supported people's rights to to keep guns, but I was never never really understood uh, the visceral reaction to owning a firearm until well, I first and foremost became friends with Mitch Berg and, and realized what an uh, staunch Second Amendment uh, activist he was and, and what his work entailed. And I began to understand more and more. But I've learned to to tune out the gun-grabbing ghouls who exploit these awful incidents in an effort to chalk up points for their agenda. Because they're, they're absolutely shameless. I mean, literally, and, and, and this is a literal statement, before bodies are even cold, they're calling for more common-sense gun legislation. They never say what that is, kind of like fully-funded education. We never know what the heck that is, just like we never know what common-sense gun legislation. We never know what that is. No one will ever say that. They just know that they don't want to align with Republicans who believe in legal gun ownership and the right to self-defense. And the Giffords group was probably the biggest offender of this. They they came out right away and and uh, politicized this tragedy uh, by Twitter. Well, I guess it's 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 X now. Uh, here it, um, yeah, this is from Giffords.org. This is unacceptable. You know, in all caps, of course. Twenty-two people have reportedly been killed and over fifty wounded tonight in shootings in Lewiston, Maine, a town of 37,000 people. Our country is being held hostage by a gun lobby that makes record profits off record gun sales and gun violence. We need action on gun safety now. And uh, Costas Moras, he's a uh, firearms attorney. Uh, he nailed it when he replied, when, when he uh, cited this particular tweet. He says, what I resent most about the big gun control groups is that they take away our chance to gather our feelings and mourn in tragedies like this. Instead, we're forced to jump right to defensive posture to stop their ghoulish attacks on a civil right. They don't wait until the bodies are even cold, so neither can we. Maine is a pro-gun state, true enough. I'm sure they will capitalize on that fact in their upcoming big push to pass gun control in response to the shooting. But the ideas they will push did not stop recent mass shootings in several of their favorite states, including California this year and New York last year. Their platform is snake oil. They like to accuse us of believing mass shootings are just acceptable losses for the right to bear arms. No, our rights are not negotiable, but regular mass shootings are unacceptable. Both are true. Do not misinterpret our rejection of gun control authoritarianism as tolerance as tolerance for the status quo. And he's exactly right. See, we can hold two thoughts in our head, multiple thoughts in our head at the same time. Not sure these gun grabbers can, but we can. Is that we're we're just gutted by these senseless losses of innocent lives. People just hanging out in a bowling alley, having a, you know, couple of beers, something to eat at a bowling alley, and you know, just bowling, having fun. And all of a sudden, some lunatic comes in and starts opening fire. And what I noticed about this particular shooting is, you know, yeah, you still have the the, the obligatory ghouls calling for, for gun control, like uh, Nebraska Fats, a.k.a. Governor Tim Walls, where he uh, replied to uh, uh, the uh, guy that uh, Glenn Greenwald labeled the fabulist virus, not fabulous, but fabulist virus, Aaron Rupar, 
Uh, Aaron Rupar posted a video of new House Speaker Mike Johnson offering prayers in response to the latest mass shooting. And Aaron Rupar, of course, wow, can't believe nobody has ever thought of that before. And then Nebraska Fats replies to that, saying, well, Minnesota, we're not letting anyone hide behind thoughts and prayers What we need, when what we need is action. We signed a red flag bill and expanded background checks into law. Washington's to do the same. You know, because that's been his thing now. We don't hide behind thoughts and prayers, and in Minnesota we should mind our own damn business. And Nebraska Fats doesn't see the irony in that by, you know, we should mind our own damn business. But then he said, well, we, 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 we don't rely behind we shouldn't hide behind thoughts and prayers. So go out and get people's guns? How's that minding your own business? People's right to defend themselves? Your policies creating conditions that make people's lives more dangerous, yet you want to take away take away their right to self-defense? Mind your own damn business, Governor. You want to play that game? And that's just so despicable, and it's such a chanting point, and it's such a straw man, because no one is suggesting that thoughts and prayers are the only antidote to these shootings. As a devout Christian, I say when I, when I offer thoughts and prayers, I know God's Word says faith without works is dead. You can have all the faith that every ounce of your body can hold, but if you don't put works behind it, it isn't going to do you any good. You know You know the old saying, you know, God can't steer a parked car. Well, only a fool says that. God can do anything he wants. But he won't steer a parked car. Just like faith and prayers, that's, that's great. But if there isn't any action behind it, nothing's going to happen. So when we say let's extend our thoughts and prayers, well, first and foremost, it means, hey, we, you families who have suffered an unconscionable loss where, you know, you uh, there's probably some people who kiss their loved ones goodbye say, hey, I'm just going to go down the bowling alley, have a quick bite to eat, maybe uh, have a beer or two, maybe uh, bowl a couple of rounds with my buddies. Okay, we'll see when you get home, and then never to see him again. So when you're offering thoughts and prayers, it's those people who suffer this unconscionable loss, like, my God, they just went out to just have a bite at the bowling alley, roll a couple rounds, and now I'll never see him again. It just... You can't comprehend that. The, 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 the human mind can't comprehend that kind of senseless loss. And so offering thoughts and prayers and putting that kind of energy out there is to maybe help them find peace and, and comfort where in a loss that's so unconscionable you can't make sense of it, that only God's hand can help you through it. But no one is suggesting that that is the only thing to stop gun violence. So as usual, uh, Governor Waltz is being a, a, a disingenuous buffoon. That's nothing new, I guess. So the thing is, is that there are plenty of solutions offered up by Republicans. But if they're short of banning certain types of firearms... Then the left accuses them of just inaction and blood is on your hands. So I guess we're finding out what common sense gun gun uh, gun safety means to these people. It means gun control. It means banning certain types of firearms. That's what it means to these people. You know, they, they never say what it means. It's just these slogans that they can slap on a uh, on a campaign brochure. But when it gets, comes time to put into action, and Republicans say, "Yeah, absolutely, this is unacceptable." All right, we need to balance these things. You know, like people talk about red flag laws. Apparently this gunman had some mental illness issues and faced two-week commitment, which sounds as though it was involuntary. So if you're involuntary, involuntarily committed for mental health issues, guess what? In most cases, you're, you get your firearms taken away from you if you're opposing a legitimate danger. And no one would object having firearms taken away from someone who is clearly a danger to others, and them, in, including themselves. But to do so without any due process, that's where, we, that's where a lot of people right of center draw the line. It's like we have to be able to uphold our constitutional right while also respecting due process. 
And hell, you even had the former president, Donald Trump, saying saying in a meeting one time, well, due process, that takes a little too long, you know. And even bumped uh, and even uh, banned bump stocks for a while before that was declared unconstitutional. Okay. So yeah, we don't we we're not here to suggest that there's an easy solution, but this idea that the, as you call them, the gun lobby, is okay with deaths, senseless deaths, in order to maintain gun ownership is utterly false. It's absolutely false. There, both things can happen, where people can be protected from those who are dangerous while not having their rights undermined. And, oh, by the way, we'll get into a little bit of this with, uh, with our next guest, Peter Johnson, a little bit. Uh, Maine is, a, is a, uh, one of the half the states in the country that has constitutional carry. So we may talk a little bit about that because if you have that right where basically the permitting, you know, and people mistake constitutional carry for, they go, well, permitless carry where you can just like go go to a store and, and buy a firearm, you know, the old chanting point, oh, it shouldn't be easier to buy a firearm than it is to buy Sudafed. You know, that old chanting point is being dropped out. It's like, really? Is there, does someone need to be licensed to sell Sudafed? Not that I'm aware of. I'll have to maybe clarify that with our next guest, but. That old chanting point is being uh, is being trotted out. No, what permitless carry means is that you can go ahead and just purchase a gun without going through the permitting process to buy one first. But you still have to pass a background check. That's the thing they conveniently leave out. They think that because the permitting process is removed, you can just go anywhere and buy a firearm. And that's false. But we'll talk a little bit more about that with our next guest, Peter Johnson of Archway Defense. Always look forward to Chatting with Peter about this stuff, uh, separating fact from fiction. And we're here to take your phone calls at 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. Or check out our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page where we have a live stream of the broadcast up and running. Brad Carlers and the Closer back in mere moments. Go nowhere. I work down at the pizza pit and I drive a no More than 80 million Americans depend on AM Radio Monthly for connection. If you value this station, help ensure it stays in vehicles for the next generation by visiting DependOnAM.com. So here's a fact. 85% of the population will suffer from foot pain in their lifetime. That's almost everyone. So you'd think there would be plenty of long-term remedies, but there just are not. Mike Max here for the Good Feet Store. You know, people come in all the time sharing the same frustrating story. Bought this, tried that, been there, done that. You know what it is. All different kinds of things, but all with the same result. Nothing. A discouraging and endless cycle of disappointment. If this rings a bell, don't despair. There is hope. If you think you've tried everything, you probably have not tried Good Feet Art Supports from the Good Feet Store. They're designed to relieve, even eliminate the pain commonly caused by certain foot conditions like plantar fasciitis, bunions, flat feet, and others. Plus, provide better balance and increased comfort. See what Good Feet can do for you with a free arch support fitting. Just stop in or schedule an appointment today with three locations in the Twin Cities, Burnsville, Maple Grove, and Maplewood. Call 855-554-3338 today or go to goodfeet.com and schedule your appointment. Dr. Gorka here, and you know me. I am very cynical about products, especially those that claim to help people suffering from pain. So when I tell you that Relief Factor truly works, I want you to know that I mean it. I suffered from a stiff lower back for almost a decade, one so painful it made it difficult to kneel in church on Sundays. When I finally decided to give Relief Factor a try, I didn't ever imagine that I would find myself free of the pain. But that's what happened happened. Now I take Relief Factor every day. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. If it was 
1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burned through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play the Patriot Minneapolis. It's time to throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite AM 1280 to Patriot hosts in high quality with Alexa and Amazon Echo. Turning on your favorite ministry or catching your favorite talk show. These are just a couple of reasons more than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio monthly. Visit dependonam.com to help keep AM radio and vehicles for the next generation. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks always for tuning in. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. And don't forget to check out our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page where we have a live stream of the broadcast up and running. Wave at the camera, please. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Yeah, always uh, honored to be joined by our good friend, uh, Peter Johnson. He, the founder of Archway Defense. Check out their work, archwaydefense.com. Peter's kind of our one-stop shop for all things having to do with firearms and uh, crisis management and uh, first response, all those sorts of things. Again, I always uh, always enjoy seeing Peter, and like I always like to tell him, it's always great to see you, uh, but unfortunately it's under adverse circumstances. And, of course, as I talked about in the first segment, uh, the shooting in Lewiston, Maine, where uh, there's between uh, those injured and killed, it was four or five dozen. We'll get the exact numbers in a little bit. Uh, first of all, Peter, welcome back to the broadcast, sir. It's always good to see you. So I've been hearing conflicting numbers. Was it 18 ultimately killed? 18 uh, is the last number I saw, and then another dozen plus injured. Yeah, and, and the one thing we like, and the one thing that should be everybody's policy is a good 24 to 48 hours. Uh, waiting to see how events unfold. Of course, the gun-grabbing ghouls don't give us that luxury. Uh, They're always out there saying, like, this Giffords group said there was 25 dead and another 50 injured, which doesn't sound like it was that high. I mean, not to discount the number, it's a high enough number. Yeah, it's horrific. But uh, to make it sound even worse, uh, it's almost as if you're trying to score cheap political points for your cause, Peter Johnson. Shocking. Uh, Unfortunately, the... It's common. We, we we were talking the day of the attack uh, over text message, and it was like there's a million different things coming out. Half of them aren't true. Um, so the best the best thing is sit back, take a breath, and then wait for the actual facts to come out. Yeah, and as they have come out, we've learned more about the gunman. Again, our policy on this broadcast is to not name uh, the perpetrator of any of these horrific acts. Uh, apparently a 40-year-old firearms instructor? Yeah, they were saying a firearms instructor. The only thing I could find is he might have been, because of his rank in the Army Reserve, he might have been a firearm instructor for the Army, which the Army has a very, basically with rank, you become a firearms instructor. Okay. Not a formal school uh, like some of the other branches. So that might be where they're getting that from. Um, but, yeah, he was a Army Reservist, I believe. Okay. Uh, joined in O two. No combat tours on his deployment record so the ptsd argument goes out the window the the broken vet argument yeah but the firearm stuff is uh the only thing i could find is the fact of his rank within his unit what he would likely run the range because that's how most of the army structured okay so uh, what you know some of the things that have also coming out uh is that there were some mental illness issues apparently he faced commitment i believe it was a uh, a court-ordered commitment, which, if true, wouldn't that preclude him from which, having firearms? Yeah, it was confirmed that that's true. Um, he threatened to shoot up a military base, which okay. then led to his involuntary, um, I think it was a couple weeks, but another military base or another military facility in the south of Maine, um, basically right along the border. But, yeah, that was in uh, 2023. He tried to buy purchase a firearm or a firearm, uh, possibly a suppressor, trying to figure out which and he admitted on the 4473 that he was involuntarily committed to a mm. mental health facility okay. which then the store did the right thing and denied the purchase okay. they didn't even go to NCIC they just stopped the purchase there uh so the fact that he was involuntarily committed that should have 
flagged in NCIC for any firearms he purchased. And allegedly, he purchased these firearms after he was committed. Okay. Which, that leads to the question of how did the NCIC miss that? Okay. Again, government failing. We've seen this in Texas. Was yes. it in Sutherland Springs? Yep. Mm-hmm. He wasn't. He had a domestic violence, uh, domestic abuse charge, which right. if you're convicted of domestic abuse, you can't lawfully possess a firearm. And he slipped through the NCIC because the government failed to update the database. Yeah, and this is and and again, you know, same song, second verse. It it seems like whenever these incidents occur, and once all of the facts come out, uh, all of the slander by the gun grabbers has taken place, and and when you point out the error of their uh, chanting points, it's like, well, wait a minute, there are already laws in place to prevent this individual from owning a gun. So if they're not enforcing laws already in place, how can we guarantee that more laws on top of it are going to prevent that while also not harming the ability of law-abiding citizens to uh, carry in, in self-defense? And, you know, and by then, the, the, the slander's already out there. And then they move on to the next topic, the next again, next issue. Yeah, and again, we heard, I don't know if you were listening to the top-of-the-hour news. Apparently, there was, a, it, there was an incident in Georgia, I think near Georgia State, yeah. Georgia Southern. Yeah, there was a shooting. It was a, uh, uh, a strip kind of like Uptown, if you will, a lot of back when Uptown still had a lot of restaurants. But bars and restaurants lining the street, and uh, it came out, I believe it was, it, it, it appears, again, this just happened, uh, gang affiliated. Okay. Where they just started shooting at each other. And then, uh, and I guess there was an incident in Florida where a couple of were, a couple were dead. Same thing. Okay. Yep. Well, those will disappear within about uh, a few hours. So, okay. Well, and again, don't mean to make light of it, but unfortunately, in this era of narrative journalism, it's if it's convenient to the narrative, it'll continue to be perpetuated. And the thing that was a little different about this, again, this is horrific. And I think that if there's solutions to stopping these, we, they should be enacted. But if there were already laws in place that should have stopped this, you know, I, I, and again, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but it's almost as if government uses their own incompetence to oh, <laughs> try I, to well, gin up sympathy for more laws here, Peter Johnson. Yeah, that's that's not a theory. They absolutely do it. Um, and it's the the danger is you walk down the the road of, OK, how many laws would have stopped this from happening? Right. And. I mean, how many laws did he break? The question is, if we had 10, 20, 30, 40, 100, 500 more laws, would that have stopped this person from killing these innocent people in a small town in Maine? And you and I both know it comes down to that core argument, is evil real? Mm-hmm. And what you what that guy did to those people is evil. There's no other way to mentally wrap your head around it. And if you don't believe that evil's real, I mean, the conversation and a lot of these talking heads on the anti-gun side, they're not serious people. They aren't. No. So no. one of the things I've pivoted on recently is just not taking them serious. They are clowns. I mean, in the, I don't mean to disrespect clowns because being a clown is a, a profession that should be respected. It's a noble profession in it's comparison. It's a noble yeah. profession. <laughs> but un- unfortunately, these other ones, they're, they're the worst form of uh, – as we say, clowns with no makeup. Right. Yeah, and that's the thing that's uh, that's frustrating is because there is ample opportunity for uh, for a civil discussion on these issues to raise the point, hey, look, no one is denying that there should be uh, issues to address, particularly with mental health. There was a um, just published this morning uh, or yesterday morning on the messenger.com, uh, a gentleman by the name of uh, David Mastio, Came out with a piece, said, hey, I am a mentally ill gun owner. Here are the challenges that we face. And the concern is, if this isn't handled correctly, will our rights being taken away? And therefore, as you alluded to on the Forum 4473, there's incentive to lie if their civil liberties aren't protected, Peter Johnson. How do you balance that? Yeah, and that's the, uh, I think the, the piece that we have to look at is when did we get rid of the mental health facilities within the U.S.? And then you put a timestamp in the history of the U.S. and f- look at when violent crime started spiking. And it's not a – there is a nexus. I'm not saying it's a direct causation, but it's a variable. Mm-hmm. And the the failure of the mental health um, – removing mental health systems that are independent of the jail systems 
the correctional facilities because now we're just taking mental health and pushing it into the prisons. And then the other ones that we're pushing it underground or trying to um, suppress it just through medication, which as we know at that level of this individual was not going to work. Once again, we are joined in studio by Peter Johnson. He, the founder of Archway Defense, check out their work, archwaydefense.com. You can also follow them on uh, Instagram uh, and he's back on Twitter, too, so back on Twitter for the past year or so. <laughs> Thanks, Elon. Yeah, at Archway Defense on Twitter and Instagram, and also uh, look up their Facebook page if you so desire. Yeah, lots more to get to with Peter Johnson, our in-studio guest. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, or leave a question or comment at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page where we have a live stream of the broadcast up and running. Brad Carlson back in mere moments on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. Oil investments involve a high degree of risk and actual results may vary. Attention all investors. The year is almost over and your chance to receive a 100% tax write-off for 2023. Why pay the government more of your hard-earned income while smart investors use proven strategies to reduce their payments to Uncle Sam? You can save thousands of dollars this year off of your taxable income with an investment in domestic energy, while at the same time generate potential income from oil for decades to come. With the current crisis in Israel, experts on Wall Street are predicting oil prices to go up from 90 and could be up to $125 a barrel. Take advantage of the enormous profits that both companies and producers of domestic energy have been experiencing. Hurry and take action before December 31st. If you do nothing, you'll pay your fair share. Or act now and let your money go to work for you. Call Freedom Crude today at 800-834-1233. That's Freedom Crude, 800-834-1233. And let us put your money to work for you, 800-834-1233. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right, for about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. And our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800 800-846-2124, 800 Did you know you were kicking in your mommy's tummy before you were born? We were? Yep. I just learned at school that babies move and kick before they're even born. No, no wonder we're so good at soccer. That's right, kids. A pre-born baby is moving about and even kicking just 14 weeks from conception. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of information and alternatives to abortion, or you'd like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, Please call 1-800-366-7773, 1-800-366-7773, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Hey, welcome back. AM twelve eighty the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. It's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks always for tuning in. Here to take your phone calls. 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in by Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show. And don't forget our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page where we have the live stream of the broadcast up and running. Our good friend Wild Wilson checked in from uh, Texas. Say, uh, saying kudos to Peter. Thank you for the good information. So uh, we appreciate you tuning in, Wild. Thank you. And uh, continuing our discussion again with the aforementioned Peter Johnson uh, of ArchwayDefense.com. Check out their website. Uh, again, ArchwayDefense.com. 
Com. Peter, our, our first and foremost uh, expert in all things having to do with uh, firearms, first response, crisis management, all that good stuff. One of the first things that, of course, the gun grabbers will bring up, Peter Johnson, is Maine is one of half the states in the country that is constitutional carry. Now, some of them like to uh, chide it as being permitless carry and the implication being, ah, you can just go anywhere. You can. They, they don't say it, but the implication is like you, go to, you just go to a 7-Eleven and buy a gun. No, you can't. You still have to pass a background check. Why don't you explain the concept of constitutional carry before we get in law enforcement? Yeah, constitutional carry is simply an acknowledgement that your right to the inherent right of self-defense is not granted to you by the government, that right. it is encoded in, in your DNA as a living human being, that you have the right to self-preservation. So instead, let's take the, uh, the abused um, wife. Mm-hmm. If she needs to protect herself from a stalker abuser something else she shouldn't have to apply to the government to get permission to defend herself from a uh a large statistically a larger more powerful attacker that's unreasonable so constitutional carry or permitless carry is simply saying that you have the right to defend yourself um because you're a living breathing human being that has nothing to do with how you can acquire a firearm. Right. It is two totally separate things. You still have to purchase a firearm, go through a forty uh, FFL, Federal Firearms License, fi- fill out a 4473 for everyone listening. If you've ever bought a gun, it's that long questionnaire, and then somebody has to call the NCIC background check, which is controlled by the FBI, and get permission to transfer the gun to you. So two totally different topics. Constitutional carry has nothing to do with how you can acquire a firearm. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I appreciate the clarification on that because, again, that's the first thing that uh, the the anti gun people point to as well. Wow, look at this. Say they, you know, it's a, it's the okay corral once you get constitutional carry. However, however, it is still under the purview of private institutions like this entertainment center where the shooting took place to not allow guns on the premises. Which was there a sign? There was on one of the locations. So there was a. Um, entertainment center or what people are calling the bowling alley uh one of the there's a photo of the exterior that says um basically i'm abbreviating you can't carry a gun here Mm -hmm. we don't want you to carry a gun uh i don't know there's a the second site of the attack was a bar approximately four miles away to the north uh and i don't i'm not aware of anything on that one but one of them was a quote gun free zone yeah and that that's my that's my concern is 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 if you have the ability, you know, the uh, uh, with the uh, permitting process removed, it definitely is. Uh, if if you are a law-abiding citizen and can pass a background check, it's definitely less arduous to purchase a gun. And in a constitutional carry state, it certainly would behoove you just for self-defense purposes, particularly in a sparsely populated state like Maine, because. If you need law enforcement, best case scenario, it's going to take several minutes for them to arrive. Correct. I mean, even in a non-sparsely, like in the Twin Cities metro, yeah. if if something happens like the the riots, I had friends down in Minneapolis, they were calling 911 people with guns. They literally 911 said, we can't do anything for you. You're on your own. Which, now what do you do? Yeah, right. Stop paying taxes? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be yeah. the first thing I'd think of. But... Oh, man. So, but to your point, yeah, the... You are responsible. Everyone is responsible for their own personal protection. I'm responsible for mine. You're responsible for yours. Now, cops will get there as quick as they can, but if they have something bigger going on, there's only so many of them. Yeah, and, and this is something I, I know we talked about uh, You know, earlier this year. You had the awful shooting at the Nashville Covenant School as well as a, a bank in Louisville, and the first response was, borderline impeccable i mean to, to neutralize yeah. the shooters however there's still casualties best Correct. case scenario there's going to be casualties if you have a motivated gunman peter johnson yeah the police they can only drive so fast they can only physically move so quickly through a building and search for the attacker all of that takes time in that time you have to do something to protect yourself and your loved one, loved ones so if a Suppose, you know, you're in a constitutional carry state like Maine. And again, private businesses, it's like it's like a home. If I don't want you to carry a gun in my home, I would like for you to respect you know, my wishes on my private property. I, I understand that. But, to, and, and again, I'm not encouraging anybody to do anything, whatever. Let's say hypothetical. 
Uh, you're a law-abiding gun owner. You decide to go to a, an establishment that says no guns on the premises. I'm not saying you personally. I'm talking about people in general, you general, in yeah. general. Um, if you are go into an establishment, carry conceal, go in and have uh, you know a nice meal or whatever, and uh, you're not drinking alcohol because you're carrying, have a Diet Coke, and leave. No, one, no one's any the wiser. But suppose someone figures out you are carrying a firearm. Are there any penalties that are associated with that? So I'll talk to the state of Minnesota. Um, they have to make a reasonable request to ask you to leave. Okay. And if any permits carry holders in the state of Minnesota is listening right now, if anyone approaches you and you're carrying a firearm inside of a store or a venue or whatever that says, hey, you can't carry here, and they ask you to leave, the only acceptable thing for you to do is say absolutely and walk out the door. Because you will avoid all of the criminal yeah. liability that comes. Uh, and all that's going to happen is if you refuse, you'll get trespassed, you'll get a ticket, etc. And you're you're going to create a situation that didn't need to happen. So uh, in this theoretical discussion, if you were somewhere and let's say you missed the sign. You walked in, missed the sign. Somebody saw you printing or whatever it was. They asked you to leave. Say, Absolutely and leave wherever you are. But that's that's all there is to it. There has to be a reasonable request to ask you to leave the premise under Minnesota law. Because my concern, you know, when we talk about Maine being a constitutional carry state, and my concern is, you know, kind of like the uh, Allen, Texas mall shooting. You know, there are a lot of, obviously, Texas, they get have this <laughs> reputation as people carrying guns. And it's like, if you're not exercising your right to carry a firearm, and don't misconstrue me, I'm not victim-blaming here, not victim-blaming at all. But if if you're if you're a staunch advocate for these rights and you don't exercise these rights, I, I mean I I don't know if I'm being paranoid here, but that's how they're taken away. Well, yeah, and it also ultimately comes. I'm going to go a little bit above this in the sense of if if you have the ability, you've got received training, you have the right mindset, et cetera, et cetera, to carry a firearm, which is a very serious thing. Uh, for the protection of yourself or others, and you refuse to do it, are you are you neglecting your responsibility for your own personal protection? And again, not victim blaming, but you're you're almost pawning off your personal protection on the government. Right. I don't know if you know this, but the government's not good at most things. If you've been into a DMV, <laughs> they, they don't run in, most things indeed, well. Yes. And we train cops, phenomenal cops in the state of Minnesota. But there's only there's less than ten thousand in the state of Minnesota. What is there? Five point five million residents of Minnesota, Something give like or take. That, yeah, yeah r- rounding error. But if you do the math, it's not a good equation. So I the one thing that uh, we had been discussing, you know, uh, a lot of things that come up when you hear about a shooter, and a lot of these shooters are suffering from mental illness issues. And the one thing that is talked about is we need red flag. You know, this person was on local government's radar. As we alluded to, this particular gunman was committed, should not have been able to legally purchase a firearm. So why that? Why the onus falls on us, the law-abiding citizens, to give up our firearms because the government goofs up? I, I'll never understand that rationale, but again, we've kind of gone over that. So uh, they talk about red flag laws. Talk a little bit about what those entail and how uh, is there, uh, I guess I'll ask a couple of questions first. Can there be a red flag law that can be passed into law that will also serve to protect those constitutional rights? And what is a yellow flag law? This I had not heard of before. Yeah, so uh, I'll I'll answer the second one first. Yeah, go ahead. To my knowledge, Maine is the only state that has a yellow flag law. Like a penalty flag? (laughs) It was soccer reference, I guess. Okay. No, so what happened was they were... Creating, they created a similar to a red flag law, but instead of being able to be initiated by basically anybody, it had to be initiated from a mental health provider or law enforcement. And I think I haven't read the full entirety of the statute, but to my knowledge, those are the two parameters. So the question is, for Maine, well, if he was in an inpatient, involuntary treatment this year in July, how was that not triggering the the process for yellow flag mm-hmm. uh, again government passes laws government fails to do their job and then they blame the law-abiding citizens it's kind of a standard protocol so maine has this yellow flag law and the, the biggest difference is simply 
uh, no random person can say, hey, John Doe is a threat. I want to initiate a red flag on him and try to get uh, firearms taken away without due process. Okay, interesting. To your first question, is there a red flag version that could be passed that would be meaningful? I would say the the line in the sand, or the red line, if you will, is anything that does not include due process. Because if you don't have the right to due process, you are not a free citizen. If the government can take away your inherent rights without you having the the ability to defend yourself, like in all the other things we have, then there's no common ground on that. For me, for me personally, and uh, I think most people would agree that I shouldn't be allowed just to call up someone and say, hey, take Brad's guns from him because I don't like you and I don't like what you believe in. So if there isn't due process, I'm going to say absolutely not. Uh, the The biggest piece is being submitted involuntarily, court-ordered, et cetera, to a mental health facility. Right. We could have that trigger a, a series of you have to – there's a process that's involved where – we could have a discussion at least. I don't know what that law would look like, whether it's a yellow flag style of law, but we can agree that if you are m- mentally unstable, there should be a roadmap for for determining whether or not uh, you're a threat to yourself or others. Yeah, and, and that's the thing that a lot of the critics of the red flag laws talk about. It's just like, okay, we we understand the concept that if someone is, you know, threatening others with violence and that they are clearly a danger not only to themselves but to others yeah we we can understand but the problem is how these can be weaponized to your point you've got um say uh, a not a not very amicable separation or divorce among married partners where one will weaponize it against the other just just for revenge or, you know, in this very, very divisive political culture, you can totally see the gun grabbers. Correct. And, and some have even joked mm. about it on social media, how, oh, boy, once we get these red flag laws, that's the end of your guns because uh, we're going to be calling out this kind of rhetoric that you're posting on social media. So to your point, material speech that you find objectionable, uh, they're going to go after. And someone made the, made the point how vigilant we are in protecting First Amendment rights should also be applied to Second Amendment rights. I get it. There isn't a tangible piece of equipment that can kill people, you know, when you're referring to the First Amendment. But nevertheless, our civil liberties still should be held to that same standard, and that includes due process. Yeah, and this is my personal take. I I would prefer to live in dangerous liberty than controlled tyranny. Uh, because That's excellent. I like that. Here's the thing. Historically, the... The biggest mass murders in history, in all of human history, have been governments. Mm-hmm. Whether it was Mao, whether it was Hitler, whether, whether it was Stalin, whether it was any totalitarian government, has been responsible for the whole whole slaughter of mankind, more so than any mass murderer we could ever imagine. So when, I, when I'm personally looking at these, and this is me coming out of federal government law enforcement counterterrorism service, also former military, when I see government the the danger of government is the ability to become tyrannical which is more dangerous we're not talking about 18 killed we're talking about 100 million killed right. over a couple of years depending on what what country you're looking at or the holocaust easy one to go back to so for me i always side with the the liberty the, in, no, the inherent sense. right yeah. of self defense and individual versus any government overreach Once again, we are joined in studio by Peter Johnson, the founder of Archway Defense. Uh, Check him out. Just do a search for Archway Defense on uh, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, and also go to archwaydefense.com to check out their fine work as well. One final segment coming up with Peter in studio, 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow or check out our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. Brad Carlson, the closer, back with one final segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Calling all patriots, join me in Alaska in June 2024 for the adventure of a lifetime. For more information or to book, call 855 855- 
or visit PatriotsAlaskaCruise.com. Are you or a loved one struggling with drug or alcohol use? Maybe you're not sure if it's addiction or if treatment's needed. If so, you're not alone. According to the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration, 19.3 million people aged 18 or older had a substance use disorder in the past year. Hazelden Betty Ford offers a free confidential assessment. Inpatient, outpatient, and virtual options are available. It's time to take back your life. Hazelden Betty Ford can help. This message sponsored by Hazelden Betty Ford, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about 100% drug-free Relief Factor. I've been taking Relief Factor for years now to help me deal with pain in my body. My wife takes it as well. The reason we tell everyone uh, we know about it is simple. We found it really works to help our bodies fight off the inflammation that causes aches and pains. Whether it's the pain of injuries you've sustained or just the natural pains from the mileage over the years, Relief Factor can help. I've never looked back. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Feel the difference. This is McGruff the Crime Dog, and I need you to help me take a bite out of crime. Counterfeit products are popping up everywhere. Fake sneakers, fake cosmetics, and even fake pills. Crooks are selling counterfeit versions of just about everything. Last year, billions of dollars worth of counterfeit products were sold in the U.S. Sure, it may seem like saving a few bucks on the things you want isn't a big deal, but counterfeits are usually made in unsafe conditions, potentially using hazardous and even lethal ingredients that could harm you and others. And the money you've paid, it goes right into the hands of criminals and may support child labor, drugs, and even gangs. (sighs) Smells like big crime to me. So if you still think buying fake products is harmless, think again. And remember, if you don't know where the products came from, how could you know where the money goes? You're smart. Buy smart. Go for real. Learn more at mcgruffpsa.org. This message is brought to you by the United States Patent and Trademark Office and the National Crime Prevention Council. The holidays will be difficult for many local families. You can help by ringing bells for the Salvation Army. Your time at a Red Kettle will provide food, shelter, and care. Sign up today at SalvationArmyNorth.org. Together, we can love beyond. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. When your whole world's One final segment on the broadcast. Again, always honored to be joined in studio by Archway Defense founder Peter Johnson talking all things firearms, crisis management, emergency response, first response. So much going on in this uh, crazy world, uh, as we've uh, seen over in Israel. I think, I don't know if we were talking about this on air or off air. After what we saw in Israel, the idea that government moves to disarm its citizens in this country, after you're seeing a, pretty much the anti-gun sentiments among the Israeli government saying, yeah, you know what, we better arm our citizens in case another att- terror attack. I get it. We're not under, uh, under threat like Israel is, uh, being the only uh, democracy in the, in the Middle East. But uh, nevertheless, it should be summarily and righteously ridiculed, and he calls for disarmament in these in these times. Well, Peter, before you came on the show, you obviously touted your appearance coming on here and kind of threw out to the audience uh, your, from your social media gathering. If indeed there are any uh, questions, uh, comments that people have, uh, what do you have for us? Yeah, I uh, got a question, a couple questions on Instagram, then a couple on Twitter, but thought we'd chat about this one. Uh, one of the follower says how close are we to a hamas style attack on u.s soil okay so any thoughts how close are we i mean i mean per capita the population of u.s compared to israel is like i think i think 30 to 1 so they had like the equivalent of multiple 9-11s in israel hamas attack how close are i couldn't say but given what we saw 22 years ago if that's just a precursor uh boy i i wouldn't couldn't begin to guess. So the, as you know, we do a lot of work with law enforcement. I've spent a lot of time down on the southern border, uh, a lot of connections down there. And the amount of fighting age uh, males coming across unaccompanied 
from not Mexico, but from China, Russia, Middle East, everywhere in between. But one of the guys, uh, actually one of the guys who asked a different question, we won't say his name, but he said he personally saw a battalion's worth, his words, of CCP, Chinese nationals of fighting age male, 18, basically 18 to 40, oh my God. crossing the border while he was personally down in his sector. Okay. So... I don't know if you know. I was told the border was uh, yeah. perfectly secure, Peter Johnson. Yeah, minus yeah. the 8 to 10 million people that crossed in the past two years, it is. Uh, so to the question, how close are we to a Hamas-style attack on U.S. soil? Uh, if I knew the answer, I'd love to love to give it. Could it be today? Absolutely. Could it be tomorrow? Absolutely. We have enough people here. Uh, as my Actually, my undergrad research paper was on the re- radicalization of Somali youth in Minnesota. Oh my gosh! In Minneapolis, how pressure was that? Yeah. Yeah. But because Minnesota is was the number one recruiter for the Islamic State and for Al Qaeda in the Arabian Peninsula, uh, AQAP, which is Al Shabaab, the Somali uh, wing of that. So we know that there is a huge in the Twin Cities, at least, huge terrorism issue. Uh, there has been for many years, but then you look at some of these pro Hamas rallies that are taking place with not a hundred people a fringe element, but tens of thousands of people that are waving Hamas flags and ISIS flags and Taliban flags. I mean, these, that's actual terrorist groups. There's no question there. Yeah. So is it possible? Uh, you'd be, I think we'd all be insane to say it's not possible. The, the difference is just this mass amount of land that we have, what that attack nexus would look like, or the attack methodology that would be, that's the big question. Okay, so we have about uh, about a minute and a half to go. Any others that you want to get um, to before we uh, before we wrap up here, Peter? Uh, one on one on gear, but I think a better one. What did we say? Uh, what should people? Okay, another on Twitter. How should the urban and rural people prepare for twenty twenty four? What is a good checklist for those concerned about potential emergencies? What do you think? He didn't give content context on uh, twenty twenty. What he meant by twenty twenty four, but. What are your thoughts? Well, I mean, it obviously got an election coming up, and uh, it, it's uh, obviously a lot of concerns about how that will be, uh, how that will be run, how that will be construed. So, I mean, I couldn't begin to guess what the context of that was, but yeah, uh, I'm I'm guessing he's thinking the election year to possibly could there be a a planned could there be riots like what we saw before, or could it be something more into that World War Three tee up, but. Here's the, at the end of the day, um, what you can do to prep, change your mindset, take responsible responsibility for your own personal protection, go learn medical. Uh, it's kind of important, not just always about guns. Absolutely. Peter, always an honor to be joined by you, sir. Thanks so much for stopping by. And folks, as always, thank you. AM 1280 The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Godspeed, my friends. Have yourselves a blessed week. Over 50,000 police officers are assaulted on the job each year, leading to injuries and death. This is the reality they deal with when making contact with the public. Another reality is that if someone doesn't comply with a lawful order or uses force against them, police may have to use sufficient force in response to obtain compliance. Use of force is always ugly. Nobody likes it, especially police, and nobody knows how it will turn out. Spread the word. For de-escalation to work, both parties must de-escalate. And de-escalation isn't necessary if there is no escalation. Help police by not escalating. Don't attack or try to disarm an officer. Whether it's getting asked a question, getting a citation, or getting arrested, don't argue, don't resist, don't flee. After the encounter has been resolved is the time to address any complaints. Comply now, complain later. Keep everybody safe. This message brought to you by the National Police Association. To learn more about how to help law enforcement accomplish its goals, visit nationalpolice.org. This radio station is always on, but sometimes you need more content that you can take with you anywhere. That's why we invented the SalemPodcastNetwork.com. You'll find all the great hosts on this radio station, plus a few more, like Charlie Kirk, Dinesh D'Souza, Trish Regan, Jenna Ellis, and Dennis and Julie. There is literally no end to what they can teach you. It's like radio on demand. And just like radio, it's always on. Find out what you're missing. Download the app, SalemPodcastNetwork.com. C.S. Lewis once said, Education without values seems to make man a more clever devil. 
A Christian education is the solution to this problem and can be yours for half price for your child's first year. TwinCitiesTuitions.com and area schools are working together to make this a reality for families just like yours. Now you can equip your child with the knowledge and moral foundation needed for them to make an impact in today's world. To see the full list of participating half-off tuition institutions, go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Arby's Computer Service. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via Internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialist is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. AM Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.